Welcome to You Are Not For Everyone. This is Jackie Henderson. I am a licensed mental health counselor with a specialty in somatic and holistic practices. On this podcast, we normalize talking about important mental health topics such as depression, anxiety, grieving, trauma, personality disorder, and much more. Thank you for joining me today and let's get started. This is You Are Not For Everyone and I'm Jackie Henderson. Today we are talking about what men need to know. It's okay to break down. It's okay to cry. It's okay to need support. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to go to therapy. It's okay not to be okay. It's okay to talk about your feelings. It's okay to ask for help. Why do so many men feel like these things are the worst things ever? They don't feel like they're right for men to do. They feel like they have to be tough and strong and man up. Where did that come from? It came from centuries of training of masculinity. And this needs to be changed. It needs to be evolved. We need to step into modern day where a healthy individual, whether they're male or female, need to have both masculine and feminine traits. We need to have a balance of both. We want to be strong and independent and good decision makers, but we also want to be nurturing, loving, compassionate, and kind. So why are men having such a hard time evolving into a balanced person? Well, there was a wonderful documentary done years ago called Behind the Mask. And this documentary was done to show toxic masculinity and what our boys are being taught, both at home, at school, on the streets, in their neighborhoods, everywhere they turn on their sports teams, of what men are supposed to be like. Boys are supposed to man up, and they might be five years old. They're told they're not allowed to cry, and they're four years old. They're shamed for not being tough when really they just want to be loved and nurtured. So it's important that we start to really encourage men to evolve, to feel their feelings, to talk about their feelings. It's okay. It doesn't show weakness. It's actually very hard and takes a lot of courage to be vulnerable, to show your true feelings, to talk about your true feelings, to admit that you're not doing that well right now. You need some help. You need some support. That takes courage. Hiding your feelings, burying your feelings, that is just something that has been taught to men, but it doesn't really serve them any longer. So I'm here to encourage men to step into their evolved state of developing both feminine and masculine traits, and we'll call it healthy masculinity. But let's talk about toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity is defined as a cultural concept of manliness that glorifies stoicism, strength, virility, and dominance, and it's socially maladaptive and harmful to mental health. Some traits of toxic or unhealthy masculinity are unconditional physical toughness, physical aggression, hiding or the inability to show emotion, discrimination against people that are not heterosexual. People tend to fear homosexuals if they are trying to be totally masculine. 
hyper-independence, sexual aggression or violence, and anti-feminist behavior. Some other things that men who are toxically masculine do is they avoid asking for help in all areas of their lives. They don't even go to the doctors, some of them, because they don't want to show weakness or sickness. They don't go to therapy, counseling, or anything like that because they don't feel like they need to tell anyone about their problems. They don't need to shrink. So they suck it up and stuff it down. They don't ask for support from their coworkers. They don't ask for support from their friends or from their spouses or partners. They keep it inside. And as you probably have heard many times in my podcast, that when we stuff things down, we become walking time bombs. We're just waiting to explode. It's healthy to share your emotions. It's healthy to ask for help. It's healthy to get preventive care for your medical needs. It's important to get mental health and coaching for your emotional needs. And it's okay to lean on friends. Sometimes we are not okay, and it's okay to admit that. And we've been trained in our culture as individuals to suck it up, and men especially have been taught this. So I'm telling you, men, if you're listening, and women who are raising boys, encourage your men and your children to share their truth to talk. If you're noticing something's going on, talk about it and really encourage them to do so. And they will fight you probably to the end, to especially the men, to speak about their problems. But hopefully out of love and out of caring, you will get them to open up because that is a really important piece of healthy masculinity. They don't want to show weakness they, don't, they need to be tough all the time. Boys don't act like that. Boys act like men. Be a man. Toughen up. Some boys are called pussies because they're weak and they're not strong enough. Well, think about that. They're called pussies. And what does a pussy represent? A feminine body part. So they're calling a man a feminine body part as an insult. And in all honesty, that body part can give birth to nine pound babies. So it's not that weak. (laughs) But in our culture, it's used as a derogatory term of not being strong. And honestly, why are people calling each other this name? Why are fathers calling their sons this name? Why are coaches calling their players this name? Why are other boys calling each other this name? Because you want them to feel weak? You want them to man up? You want them to toughen up? Well, isn't there a better way to build someone's confidence instead of trying to shame them down and break them down? Frederick Douglass says it's easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. I remember seeing a young mom once shame her little three-year-old because he had an accident in his pants. And he was nervous. He was at a big event for himself and he was excited and he was so nervous he wet his pants. And instead of holding him and and comforting him and making him feel like it's okay, she shamed him publicly in front of everyone and I was mortified. I wanted to take the little boy and just hug him and tell him it would be okay. And that shame is going to make an imprint on that child 
Moms, you have so much power over your children with the words that you choose to speak to them. You can make them healthy and strong with good self-esteem, or you can embarrass them and break them down. It's your choice. And yes, you may be tired. Yes, you may be frustrated in life. Maybe things aren't going your way, but do not take it out on your child. Build a child with ha- who has healthy self-esteem and doesn't need to prove themselves in a way that's not even age appropriate. <laughs> let them develop their feelings, let them get stronger as individuals. And that comes from the mom taking the time and the dad taking the time to build their children up. Boys are told, boys don't cry. Well, why don't they cry? They have emotions, they get sad. If someone dies, they're gonna be sad. If they get hurt, they fall down and break an arm, they can cry. If they lost the championship, they can cry. Why can't they cry? It's a healthy emotion. It's an appropriate emotion. It is a healthy emotion. Why are we telling boys to not cry? That makes no sense. It's a different thing if you're teaching your children how to regulate their emotions, but it's important for children to feel all their emotions and those to be encouraged by their parents and their caregivers. And when it comes to men, when I see a man cry in a movie, I just think that's the sweetest thing ever. When I see a man cry at a wedding or at a funeral or something that really brings out strong emotion in them, I think that is so powerful and wonderful that a man is able to actually be in touch with his feelings and share them and not be ashamed to show that they have feelings, that they feel deeply, that they care. This is important. If you're able to speak your truth, then you're able to be free. You're able to feel everything and be healthy and strong and have a good self-esteem. And if you're listening to this and you're not able to do that, ask yourself why. What is stopping you from feeling your emotions and expressing your emotions? What is doing it? Is it your past? Is it your childhood? You were trained to man up and boys don't cry and boys don't play with dolls and boys don't wear pink. Is that where this came from? Or do you have a partner who wants you to just be tough all the time and not feel your feelings? Or are you putting the pressure on yourself? Is it really that important for you to man up and shut down this whole other side of you that's kind, compassionate, warm, thoughtful, has feelings, is nurturing? Why would you want to shut that down? You can be both. As a man, you can be strong and tough and powerful and aggressive and athletic and logical and make great decisions, but you can also be warm and thoughtful and caring. So treat yourself better and allow yourself to feel more feelings. In our day and age, things have changed so much with the breadwinners. Some women are making as much money, if not more than men, and the men are staying home and taking care of the kids and the home. I love this shift. I think this is wonderful that we're letting go of stereotypes of what a woman should be and what a man should be. So let me ask you, when you come across this type of person, do you judge them or do you applaud them? 
Do you appreciate the fact that they are breaking the cultural norms and doing what is best for their family? If the woman makes more money, then why can't the man stay home? And one thing that's wonderful about our cultural culture now, post-pandemic, is that many people can stay home. Both partners can stay home. Uh, Sex-influenced roles are gone. I hope they're gone. I hope they're gone forever. I mean, it's nice to have a man be a gentleman. It's nice to have a man hold the door for you. But it's also nice to have a man cook your dinner and clean your house. And it's nice for a woman to make money and treat her partner. It's important that men start to realize that these roles that were given so many years ago in our culture no longer represent what our culture needs. We need men who are whole. We need men who can make great decisions and also nurture. We need men who show their true emotions when they're afraid They speak it. I would not be surprised if we looked at the statistics for suicide in men, how many of them were just so distraught that they couldn't talk about their problems. They had so much fear, so much shame, so much hurt that they couldn't speak about it, that they chose suicide as their resolve. That is not the way we want our country to continue to go, our world, our planet. We want men to be able to speak their truths, even if their voice shakes. And we need, as women, as partners, as friends, as co-workers, we need to listen. We need to allow them the space and the time to share and encourage them to share, especially in our culture where it has not been taught. So some things that you want to do to really awaken your healthy masculinity is examine the wounds you have around the masculine, feeling masculine. What were you taught as a child? Were you taught that boys don't play with dolls? Boys don't cry, toughen up little boy. That's not what boys do. Boys are tough, boys play sports. All these things that boys are supposed to do, well, there's no supposed to anymore. So find out and explore what you were taught around what being a boy is and what a man is. And honestly, is that true? Um, A man can be anything. I always think of when I'm teaching dance and there's boys in the class and they say, well, how how do you do that move like a boy? It might be like a sexy move. And the boy says, how do you do that as a boy? Well, you are a boy. So whoever you do that move is a boy doing that move. And boys can move sexy and boys can shake their hips. Look at Chippendales. Look at Magic Mike. These are all ways that men can be sexy and move their bodies. Men do dance. Real men do dance and shake their asses and get sexy. There's nothing wrong with breaking the norms of masculinity as you've been taught. So notice if you have wounds around that. Notice if you've been called a pussy as a boy because you didn't score that basketball game in that basketball game or you didn't do well in your schooling and you were called a, a name by another student or a parent or a coach. Those words wound. And so look for your scars around masculinity. You're going to also try to contact your inner father. 
So some boys were not raised with the healthiest fathers. The fathers were tough. They were abusive. They were that stereotypical toxic male that wanted their boy to be a certain way. And in therapy, we have to reparent ourselves. So be the father that you wanted to have. Be the father that you never had. Be a kind, nurturing father instead of shaming your son, your inner child, because it didn't play well. Say, next time we'll do better. Let's go out and practice. Let's work on that part that you're weak in and we'll make it stronger. Reparent yourself. Find your inner dad, your inner father, and bring it to your inner child and just re-strengthen yourself. Find a mentor. If you're a young man in the world, find a mentor. If you're a teen, find a mentor. Someone that's good at what they do. Someone that's whole and evolved and healthy and strong. Someone that can teach you what it's like to feel deeply, but also thrive and strive in this world and be successful. You can be both, but sometimes we need a mentor. Especially if we were raised by someone who wanted us to be that toxic masculine person. We want to have someone that teaches us how to be well-rounded, how to feel deeply. And this does not mean you're passive. This does not mean you're weak. This does not mean you are a sissy. This means you can still be assertive. You can still be aggressive. You can still be strong. You can still make great decisions. You can still be powerful. Look at the women who are powerful in our world, our millionaire women, billionaire women who are really smart and sexy, but also really uh, logical, great business people, make great, great creative decisions, entrepreneurial, but they're also female and have the feminine side. Men are this, can be the same. They have all these things that are successful and what our culture calls successful, but they also need to feel deeply so they're well-rounded. They can be nurturing parents. They can be loving parents. They can be nurturing uh, sons. They can be nurturing spouses. They can care about their siblings. Don't hide those feelings because they're important and they're real. Allow them to take form, practice them. So what is healthy masculinity? The idea that men can be emotionally expressive. They can have female friends and female mentors. They can express their emotions without feeling emasculated or weak. They are able to step into both their feminine and masculine sides of themselves. They are powerful. Actually, they become so powerful, they are limitless. Because you can feel deeply. You can be the nurturer and the caretaker for your baby and then go to work and make the most powerful decisions and make millions of dollars or tons of money and take care of your home and be the breadwinner and then come home and cook dinner for your wife or your partner or your roommates. You can be it all. You're not just stuck in this role of toxic masculinity where you're just tough, where you're just a man all the time and you don't show emotions. 
You don't take care of your body because men don't do that. Men don't go to the doctor. Men don't go to therapy. We don't talk about our problems. We keep them buried inside until we get ulcers, heart issues, insomnia, high stress levels, diabetes, digestive issues. All these things happen to us because we hold all our emotions in because we've been taught that. It's time to stop that. It's time to start expressing your emotions in a healthy way. I'm going back to the list that I shared with you at the beginning. I want men to know it's okay to break down. It's okay to cry. It's okay to need support. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to go to therapy. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to talk about your feelings. It's okay to ask for help. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you'd like to support the show, please go down into the episode description and click the link support the show and you can buy me a coffee. Another way to support is to write a review or to share the podcast with friends. And great news, my workbook is now available on Amazon. This book aligns with the first 30 episodes of the podcast and provides journaling prompts to help you through self-reflection as you move through your own personal healing journey. Stay well, and I look forward to having you back next time.